Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. This week's episode is a film that, honestly, when I walked out, I felt like my brain was rattled. The first thing I said to Nicole when I left the theater, I said, well, there's a lot to unpack with that one. And there is, and I still don't know completely if I 100% fully grasped everything that was going on. It seems to be a satire for sure. However, it goes from being a paradise into a living hell. But this paradise that became a hell for our lead in the film, it seemed to be something that he enjoyed. But before we get too far into anything, I think it's time we announce the movie. Starring Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth, this is the 2023 Brandon Cronenberg-directed Infinity Pool. Infinity Pool tells the story of James Foster, played by Alexander Skarsgård, who is at an exclusive resort in the fictional island of La Tolka. He is joined by his wife, M. Foster, played by Cleopatra Coleman, or James is a writer, and he has writer's block. So him and his wife are here at this resort as he struggles to find inspiration for a new book. His life seems to change a little bit, and his ego gets stroked, so to speak, when fellow resort resident Gabby Bauer tells James that she is his biggest fan and that she absolutely loved his book. Or you see, James isn't just a writer, he is a failed writer. James and M decide to go and join Gabby and her husband on a little bit of a time away from the resort, which is illegal since it's a poor country with a very expensive and exclusive resort, which honestly I hear is a common thing. As the two couples are driving back to the resort, James decides to drive drunk and proceeds to hit and kill someone. They all try to play it off like it was nothing and try to just go on with their lives. The next day, James is awakened to some cops at his door, and then he finds out that this island harbors a pretty dark secret. For any crime committed, it's punishable by death, where a member of the victim's family gets to kill the person that committed the crime against them. However, it's not all doom and gloom. If you have the money, you can go ahead and have a genetic double made of you to take your place. For that is when the island's anarchistic hedonism and their sense of tourism fully comes to light, since death and punishment no longer apply. I honestly went into Infinity Pool with next to no expectations. I know that it got good reviews, and it's David Cronenberg's son, a director that I generally like. And while I enjoyed Brandon Cronenberg's previous film, Possessor, I didn't really enjoy the film Antiviral all that much. However, after seeing Infinity Pool, I think I have to go back and revisit both of his previous works. I think that Infinity Pool is Brandon Cronenberg's most mainstream film yet. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a film for everyone. This is a film that I would put in the genre of alternate entertainment. Yes, there's a lot of horrific things that happen, and I would say that this could be a horror film in itself. But the one thing that I really wasn't expecting is to be completely drawn into this one. For one, the overall plot is fascinating. 
What happens when you take death out of the equation? What if there's no punishments? Well, Infinity Pool provides that answer. So while Infinity Pool is an easier film to get into than Brandon Cronenberg's previous films, it doesn't mean that it's any less of a discussion piece. It's a film that actually goes and provides those questions, and it also provides answers, but they're not necessarily pretty answers. And I think that's one of the things that he was really trying to stress with this film, in that this was a gorgeous location. The resort looked absolutely fantastic with beautiful views and such. However, he made it a point to show that ugly side of what the country actually represents. Throughout the entire runtime, Brandon Cronenberg never shies away from showing us some of the horrific things that these rich people are willing to commit because they have no consequences. I kind of sat there in awe, just surprised at what I was seeing, and it was almost like one of those things, like a train wreck or something. But this was a good train wreck, but you simply couldn't pull your eyes away from it. I don't know, I may be way off base here, but I honestly had a feeling of a clockwork orange when I was seeing this. However, I do admire a clockwork orange for what Stanley Kubrick was able to accomplish in that film, mostly visually, but it was one that I never truly loved. However, I really did enjoy Infinity Pool. I actually even like the way the whole idea of the infinity pool with how it stretches out forever. I like how that was included in the film. You could use that as an idea of how it's a never-ending cycle because these clones keep getting made of these people and killed and the ones that were cloned from it, they seem to really enjoy seeing themselves killed. It gives them a rush, maybe because they're envisioning themselves as being up there presented in an execution. In that way, as far as people getting a rush off of death, or the idea of death and coming that close to it, it's kind of similar in some way to the David Cronenberg film Crash. I think the most interesting thing about Infinity Pool for me is the fact that this is generally a sci-fi type of film and idea. However, it feels plausible as far as the rich being able to get away with whatever they want. And I know that human cloning idea, of course, we're not quite there that I'm aware of. And I think that's one of the big things that makes the movie work is that it's believable even if the plot and the crimes committed are very outlandish. Our lead, James Foster, goes through quite the transformation throughout the entire film. He knows what he's doing is wrong. However, he can't seem to step away from touching that little bit of darkness and touching that part of darkness inside of him. It doesn't just lead to the downfall of his marriage, but overall it leads to the downfall of him because after seeing and experiencing all that he did on this island, by the end of the film, he doesn't seem to be able to break away. The rest of the characters that committed these crimes throughout the film, they can just get on with their normal lives as this was just a way for them to tap into that darkest part of themselves. Which is kind of a scary thought in itself that somebody could do all of this and yet just go back to their normal lives and function as if it was no big deal. 
Actor Alexander Skarsgård does a great job. You never quite know where he's going to land by the end of the film. And despite all the horrific things that he himself does in the film, you never really root against him. You always hope that he's going to make the right decision, and of course, he doesn't. Actress Mia Goth once again proves that she's probably one of the best actresses around as far as delivering a unique and unhinged performance. With the two previous films that I saw her in, X and Pearl, she did a fantastic job, and she does another fantastic job here. Probably one of the most interesting things to me is that I feel that Infinity Pool, along with Possessor, are films that David Cronenberg himself could have directed. I read an interview with Brandon Cronenberg before recording this, as I was trying to do a little bit of research, and he said that he didn't necessarily want to copy what his father did as far as the various films that he's made. Of course, David Cronenberg has made mainstream films, and then he's now made a lot of smaller films. And usually, whether the film is for you or not, you could usually come away from watching a David Cronenberg film and think, well, that was something that I've never seen before or that gave me a unique experience. So I guess the proper way to think of this is that Brandon Cronenberg is not trying to copy what his father did before in film, but carve his own unique voice. And that's all right, because David Cronenberg himself has carved his own unique voice in the various films that he's made. And it's kind of exciting to see that his son, Brandon Cronenberg, is following through in his father's footsteps. However, he's proceeding to do it in his own unique way. I highly recommend you go out and see Infinity Pool. It is a film that may not necessarily be for you, but it is incredibly well done. It's well directed, especially with some of the more surreal moments in the film. There's a couple scenes throughout that are truly a visually stunning treat to watch, even if they have their own little horrific moments thrown throughout. And the film is incredibly well acted. All of the actors involved with their very unhinged performances really work well for the film and always keeps us, as the viewer, engaged. It's a film that truly took me by surprise and now a day after seeing it, I truly can't get it out of my head over what I was able to witness up on the big screen. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you would like to reach out to me and don't do the whole social media thing, you can do so at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Tell two friends for that matter. Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a 5-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice, as that will allow me to continue to create new content and reach new listeners. But with that being said, remember to always be kind and good night.